0: Hello and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. This is your host Trip from TripAdvice.com, And today's episode is sponsored by Spartagen XT, the advanced testosterone formula at clinical strength. This is a supplement filled with herbs and filled with vitamins to help you boost your sex drive, boost your libido, increase your testosterone, Helps you with erectile dysfunction, helps you not finish too fast when you're with a girl. And of course, like I said, it increases your testosterone. So If you have any issues with testosterone or you feel that you might in the future, well then I highly suggest you check this out at SpartanLibido.com. A lot of guys have already checked it out and gotten it and loved it and said how it's gotten them great results and have thanked me for promoting it. So yeah, it's good stuff. Go check it out, SpartanLibido.com boost your sex drive. Now today's episode, we are digging again into the files, my old coaching files. So uh, if you've been listening the past couple episodes, you kind of already know what I'm talking about. And if you're just listening to this one for the first time, well, I'll give you a little heads up. I've been digging into my old coaching recordings. That's right. So when I was coaching uh, years ago, I would record it and I still do every once in a while. And uh, I, but back in the day, I just recorded a bunch of them. and. I'm now finally going through them and seeing which ones would be really good for a podcast because I'm dishing out some great information, some great advice in terms of dating. And today we're gonna to be talking about some hacks to get more dates. So this was like a QA session that I had with one of my students, and I remember this was in Canada. I actually flew out to do coaching with him. And you know, we were doing a bunch of coaching, going and approaching girls, and then finally we sat down and and he's like, all right, I got a bunch of questions. I'm like, yeah, spitball or spit them at me and we will get them answered. So there's a little Q and A here and a lot of it has to do with little, I feel like most of the answers I give have to do with these little hacks. Like I get these little tips, these little hacks to help with approaching and to help with uh, basically getting girls attracted to you while you're approaching them and talking to them. So this is that Q and A session here and it's about 25, 30 minutes long. Great information here. I highly suggest you go until the end because there's always these different questions that I think you're going to get a lot of information out of. So Hopefully you enjoy this. I got some more coming your way and of course soon enough we'll dive even deeper into other people's questions that you guys are calling in for. So if you have a question you want to call in, do it at the how to talk to girls hotline it's 323-432-0025. Call in, leave a message and I answer it here on the podcast just like I answer these questions with this student which is coming up right now
1: okay so my other question is like uh with day game and night game uh is there any difference with how i act or is it just that the logistics are different because it's a different environment
0: um yeah the logistics are different obviously Mm -hmm. because of the environment and yeah you want to be less a little less flirty charming always a little less flirty though you're not doing a lot of teasing. You're not doing a lot of touching during the day. Yeah. You know? Because they're a stranger. It's a little intense. Yeah. You know? You don't want to scare them off Unless soon. it's in a party environment, then it's different. Yeah. Then you can... It's the same thing as night game you can get, you know? Yeah. So,
1: yeah. Okay. So... Does that make sense? Yeah. So, the, just the main difference between the daytime stuff to everything else is you have to sort of be more, uh... Socially appropriate, I guess. Yeah. Okay.
0: And you need only like 15 minutes to get a solid number close. And when I say that, I mean like they'll respond to you.
1: Yeah, they'll actually answer your phone calls. Yeah. You
0: need like more like a half an hour, 45
1: minutes. For at, day game? At night. Oh, at night. Yeah. You need longer at night. Yeah.
0: Because everyone's kind of talking to each other, so it's like you need a little longer to really make a good connection. People are drinking. I see. It's an intense environment. And you need a lot of time.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, that's the other thing that I... That's in
0: of... theory. It's not always that like that. Yeah.
1: But... It's just a tendency. Because, like, with that, when I thought of day game, I thought, like, well, if this girl gives me her real number, and it's during the day, that's probably a better indicator that she's interested, whereas if it's at the bar, and she's just kind of drunk. She might be caught in the moment, and maybe we are having fun. But then the next day, she's just kind of like fuck that, or whatever, you know? (laughs) Right. Okay, cool, yeah. Let's see, okay, so that's sort of my, like, more overall theory stuff. I think I found some more specific techniques. Um, Okay, so, anyway, one thing that I... I'm working on overall conversation skills and being, Mm -hmm. like, smoother, but then there's the big hurdle of getting it where it's all flirtatious, which is really the thing that makes it work, right? Mm -hmm. So... Did, did you have the same issues where you've had to, or it was challenging for you to get to the flirtatious mode? Yeah. Yeah, okay. for sure. Okay, good. So, uh, when you were first starting out and you were trying to get to that mode, what did you think about? Like, what kind of mental routine did you do to get yourself in state? Because it's sort of like a state almost. You it know? is a state. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, um, inst- what were what we talking about, the flirting or in state of Generally in state?
1: Uh well like um, the, well there's like co- like the confidence and charm to be in state like to be in state for that which you're always doing which is something that develops but like for mm-hmm. me I'm just wondering if like um you sort of did something mentally mm-hmm. to get yourself into state so that you could do pull off the flirtatious stuff because I I'm sort of thinking that with me like the, it's two different mental frames that I'm in there's the conversation one and the Flirtatious one, which I've never really been able to get into.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Good question. So, well, at first I just worked on conversation. I was like, I just need to work on talking to girls that I'd never talked to before Mm -hmm. and hold a conversation. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I didn't really care about anything else. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, all right, I can do that now. That's not a problem. Mm -hmm. Now I need to start making it flirty. So it was more like techniques that was slowly entering, you know, throwing out a tease here and there Mm -hmm. that I would think of, like maybe a canned tease or like understand the technique behind teasing, you know, exaggerating something Mm -hmm. or doing some kind of like cold reading, the let me guess, Mm
1: -hmm. you know?
0: Um, So it would be like throwing in those little avenues to tease whenever I can. And it would just kind of gradually increase, 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 increase where now I, I can just do it off the bat, like,
1: mm-hmm. like
0: a lot. Because mm-hmm. I'm so used to doing it. I know where to find those little times to, like, throw in a tease.
1: Mm. Okay. So it seems like you should, what a person could do is, like, take the individual aspects, because I, I see, like, there's conversation skills, calibration, teasing. Um, all that, so Those things are, like, can be sort of separated They overlap to some extent, but they can't be separated as skills almost. Right, yeah. So a person could like start with the basics and as time goes on, when they – it's like one step at a time. You master one and then when that's taken care of, you can add – slowly start to add other ones. Now,
0: you don't need to be mastering it to the perfection like now I'm the best conversationalist ever. Yeah. You know, it's like once you start to get pretty good, like Mm -hmm. that's your – I think your key there is like once I get pretty good – Mm-hmm. then you move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. So it should be quicker. You know what yeah. I mean? It shouldn't be like, well, I'm not like the best conversations. I still have an awkward pause every once in a while. It's like, you don't need to be an A-plus student. Just, you know, do okay,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: then move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. Plus, you know?
1: the previous one that you work on will get better anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Because mm-hmm.
0: you keep going. You know what I mean? So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we'll work on that tonight. More kind of flirting skills. So you're going to be hearing me
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be big.
0: So I want you to really listen to me. I want you to listen to what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, ditch out everything else in the bar and just fucking put those. Did you bring your headphones?
1: Yeah, these are really good. They got like the silicone rubber earbud things. Perfect. We're so good. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah. Then what I I think what would be good for me is when I'm listening to you, I try to think what you're thinking or get into your head almost. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Because then I can sort of think like... And use
0: it. Steal it. Be like, oh, he said that. Okay. And then you can use whatever I say and kind of make it your own. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Add a flair to it. Yeah. Okay. Well, everybody says everything that everybody else says anyway. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Everybody says, God damn it, once in a while. So... Right. (laughs) Um. Okay. Okay, at yeah, this I asked you when we were here at uh, why are you so much better at the street pickup than the uh, street pickup than the guys I see on YouTube or whatever.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I've seen some guys on YouTube who are pretty good.
1: Yeah, okay. All right, maybe I just haven't seen those guys but um
0: but thanks for the compliment. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> All right. Um yeah. I've just done it a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah. We you, you said that over you, and
0: over and over and over.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, so with that last approach, with that blonde chick, were you surprised with the result? What's what with what the result of me getting her Facebook information? Well, the whole thing that like you you know she was inst- I could tell she was instantly flirtatious and shit like that. And yeah, kinda. Because
0: mm-hmm. like, I don't put a lot of. I used to, but not anymore. I don't put a lot of uh, confidence into direct approaching as much as I used to. Mm. So, I just saw a pretty girl. I'm like, you know what? Let me go direct. See what happens. Mm -hmm. I wanted to show you, to just give you an example of what can happen during direct. Mm -hmm. And I just went with it. So, I was a little surprised. But... Then again, not really, because once something goes well, I know where to go with it. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: Okay, yeah. Good, good. So, it's kind of lucky, in a way, because, I mean, like, uh, bad luck would be if you if you're good at doing direct approaches. Everything, you have all the basics down, and you do a direct approach, and then she, like, rejects you. Okay, fine. But then there's the one where she's, like, open to it. Right away. But then you can realize, okay, well, I, now I can take it from here mm-hmm. in a good direction to get this. To yeah, man, I mean, it's a, it's a
0: numbers game. Yeah. I, mean, I don't like to use the word luck, but I like to say it's a numbers game.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay, so you're just, like, sort of surprised that it did happen to go well just that time.
0: I mean, yes and no. Like, I'm not, but pretty rocking that my first approach was,
1: you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Good, good. Um, okay, so this is one of those sort of things that, I don't know what, it's not really relevant, but it's just something that sort of bugs me. With guys that seduce girls and have never learned game, uh, are they doing the same things but don't know it because it's just natural to them? Yes. Oh, okay. So it's all the same. They yeah, it's, they're just more confident. Yeah, okay.
0: And it's this really hardcore, genuine confidence, because they've always had it. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's just, yeah, they are doing the same things.
1: Okay. Because, like, pretty much all girls respond to basically the same things.
0: Yeah, the same attraction triggers.
1: Okay. So, because I just, the thing about it that bothers me, is like, it seems weird that I have to learn how to do... Something that would make it grow into me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right,
0: like as in nature should just kind of work itself out. Yeah. Well, the strongest survive. Mm hmm. We're not all born strong. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, Hmm. We all have different genes. You know what I mean. Like, it's not like every human should be capable of socializing and being good with women. But the one who do, will end up finding women and then we'll breed. But we can hack that.
1: Yeah, because we're because we're,
0: we're, we're smart now. Yes. and humans are have are, are conscious.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, so we've learned to go around that. That's why we don't have to live in caves and build fires. Mm-hmm. We can have a stove and have this really nice like roof over our head.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? Right, I guess you're, well, you're, yeah, okay. So so learning game or whatever you want to call it, learning social skills and flirting skills is not much different than uh, if a person was, you know, when a person lives in a house, that's kind of unnatural, I suppose. <laughs> well, <laughs> Because you yeah, couldn't be living out in the woods and that would be natural.
0: And the thing is, is like, it still goes with a the theory of survival of the fittest, right? Mm-hmm. If you're dumb, in like, for example, like if you're mentally handicapped,
1: mm-hmm.
0: can you survive on your own? No. You probably die. Mm-hmm. Right? You like walk into the street and get hit by a car. Yeah. Because you don't know. Mm-hmm. Right? So life weeds out the weak ones. Mm-hmm. Now, the smart ones, you know, mm-hmm. they're going to survive because they're going to learn and figure out how to live mm-hmm. and how to survive and how to replicate that's what we're learning really yeah. we're just learning how to replicate whether babies get produced or not it's all the same thing
1: yeah it's to the same man so the people yeah. who are smart driven strong
0: will not survive mm. the will to survive the will to survive it's the same thing it's basically the same thing we've been talking about mm-hmm. the will to survive the, the the courage to keep going to Break through the bad nights mm-hmm. to say "fuck it" to be outcome independent. Mm-hmm. To mm-hmm. persist through the pain and go and get what you're, what you want.
1: Mm. To push through the pain period. I guess it's sort of like similar to the bodybuilding philosophies. Like you have to push through the pain period to get to that. It's identical. Yeah. Same idea. Before I approached that girl
0: today, those butterflies came up. Oh, really? I felt it. But it was kind of almost exciting.
1: Yeah. It's like an adrenaline
0: kind of one. It was an adrenaline rush. It was yeah. like, whoa, my body's telling me like I shouldn't do this because I might get killed or something, but but I, I, I know how to work past it. Mm-hmm. And just... It's like I don't even fight it. Mm -hmm. I don't fight it. I just kind of let it flow through me. Like, just let it happen. I don't let it stop me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: I don't try to fight it. I just let it happen. Like, all right, I feel all weird, but still going to go and approach this girl.
1: Yeah. You override your body kind of thing. I've done that before where you just force your hand kind of thing. You have no choice because it's like, you know, my body is always going to respond this way. It's always going to... I'm always going to feel anxiety about doing this particular thing. So if I was to, you know, I just have to ride that out and have mental strength to just push through. It's mind over matter. Mm -hmm.
0: You know, you could be outside and be cold, you know, but if you really meditate and just absorb the cold, Mm -hmm. maybe it won't last that long, but even just for like a little bit, You can almost like tell yourself you're not cold.
1: Yeah, exactly. You can just sort of change your focus. You change your focus. If you're focused on just the fact that you, oh, you have goosebumps and you're uncomfortable and you're shivering and the wind is coming, you can almost like sort of uh, occupy your mind doing something else and it's like you don't realize that your toes are turning numb. Right and shit like that. Or
0: that's one way. Or you can really absorb it. Actually, focus on, this, on the on the feeling. Like, what what is the feeling that's making me cold? I know I'm cold, but like, really, just stop for a second and think, what is it? Like, where is it? Okay, it's that. Is that feeling? Is it really so bad? Like, it's just this one. It's just this this feeling, and you're just kind of like working with it, and you're just kind of like focusing on what that feeling is, mm-hmm. rather than letting your whole body freak out because of it
1: yeah so it's sort of like being present I suppose where it's like yeah it
0: is mm. just so, like approaching a girl you're like all it is is a feeling that's causing you to feel like really shy and freaked out to approach the girl-hmm sometimes you have a valid excuse you don't know what to say but if you're learning this stuff you can there's anything and say hi mm-hmm right? Mm-hmm. And so you can just kind of let that feeling flow through you, that those butterflies in your stomach, that gut-wrenching like, feeling. Mm-hmm. You don't have to let it take over you. Yeah. Just be like, oh, okay, so that's there. That feels interesting. That feels
1: kind of weird. Alright. It's sort of like your own judgment of it being bad. It's not so much that you freak out. It's not so much that the feeling is crippling. It's just that you're judging it that it is crippling. Or it's just, you know, just not a pleasurable feeling. And you just want to avoid it. You're just adverse to it. Even though it's really not a big deal if you were to actually, like, just sort of not look at it that way, I guess. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so... Okay, back to that hacking thing. Just about, I suppose, in that... Regard, just about anything in nature can be hacked. And we do it all the time. Like, um, farming. Breeding crops. Right. It's all hacking. GMOs. Yeah, exactly. Domesticating animals. It's all hacking just the same. Right. Okay. That's a, a cool way to think of it, I think. Yeah. So I don't feel like I'm doing like, weird, unnatural stuff. Or, you know, right. <laughs> You're just being smart about it. Just being smart, yeah. You're like, oh, okay, so there's certain things
0: that you can do to attract women. I wasn't doing those before. I now I know what they are. Now I just got to do it.
1: Yeah. It's great. <laughs> it's great. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> How wonderful is that? Yes. Where could you want? Um, okay, so I think the best thing for me would be to continue recording the talks in set so I can work out my kinks so I can like listen to them and be like okay I'm still pausing or I'm still jumping into a different topic too fast because other than that I mean other than that I don't know what how else I would like progress really like if you know like when I'm just on like you're helping me right now but if I was just on my own trying to improve that's the only thing I can think of to do to what to record them yeah yeah try recording them okay
0: Absolutely. And you can look back at it and be like, oh, that didn't work out so well, or what could I have said here that would have been better? Okay, I'll say that next time. Yeah, because that would have been funny or... Right. Yeah. Because you know the theory, you know what I mean? mm -hmm. You can almost coach yourself through it.
1: Yeah, pretty much. It wouldn't be much different than if I recorded myself playing guitar. and be like, oh, I don't like how I bent there or whatever. Yeah. Okay, um next one a big hurdle is getting into the flirty zone it all has to do with calibration my biggest hurdle i think right now is i have no sense of na- no natural sense of calibration that seems like such, that's like something that i see other people like just normal social interactions where there's no awkwardness it just flows i'm thinking that like the the common denominator there is the uh, calibration it's sort of like I kind of know what it is but it's kind of mysterious at the same time and um it's not something that can you can like really explain easily. I just have a sense for what it is but I can't really put it into words what this whole calibration is, but it's based my basic it's adapting to the to the situation. Okay. And and uh I and maybe it's more advanced. Yeah. Because it's, like, a very um, high-level social skill where, like, only people with the best social awareness can, like, totally realize how the other person is feeling and move the interaction in any way, whether it's verbal, -verbal. nonverbal. Right. So that that person, uh, like, like it's basically a a back-and-forth communication. With multiple layers. There's like the body language, the the verbal, the tonality, eye contact, all that shit. And it all works together and it's all integrated. Mm-hmm. Um, So calibration is like a subtle... It's just this quality that people have.
0: You can learn it. It's a
1: skill. Okay.
0: It's all a skill. Calibration is adapting to your surroundings. So I believe that calibration all starts with a goal. Mm-hmm. You won't know how to calibrate if you don't know where you're going.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or you won't know when to calibrate if you don't know where you're going. Mm-hmm. So you got to realize, okay, there's this girl. She's at the bar. She's with her friends. My big goal is to get so-and-so's number.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Maybe it's, let's say there's a redhead and a a, a, a blonde and a, and a brunette. Let's make it easy. Blonde and a brunette. And you want the blonde's number. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you go over there and, you know, the blonde is really nice, but the brunette's not so nice, well, now you have to calibrate to the situation and adapt. and You got to make sure that both of them like you. Now, you're only going to know to do that because you have to understand the concept that if her friends don't like you, it's going to be hard for her to like you, Mm -hmm. right? So that's calibration. That's part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Another area of calibration is knowing how she's feeling, right? If she's giving you eye contact and her body language is really good and she's facing you, then you know that she's interested. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to back off, right? I had a really big problem with that, actually. I have so many stories where they were into me and I knew it, but I didn't want to quote unquote blow it by pushing further because I was afraid of rejection
1: mm-hmm
0: right, mm-hmm. so I was just like, oh, keep it cool and then like whatever come back to her later, and then
1: I I'd did blow that it too. or
0: yeah. I wouldn't see her again or I remember this one night this is way before I even started doing any kind of game or anything like this,
1: yeah,
0: I met this h- hottest blonde at the party, gorgeous leather, like a nine a ten mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. And we started talking, and I do not even know what the hell I was doing, but all I know is she was, we were cool, like, she was liking me. Yeah. And then her and her friends, and I got her number, and her and her friends went to, like, go to another party, and I didn't want to, like, blow it, so I was like, okay, cool, you know, like, well, I'll talk to you later. And I never ended up here never before again. up. Mm-hmm. But I know if I went with her that night, who knows what, what could have happened. Yeah. Could have hooked up with her, maybe could have sealed the deal more on, like, her, like, Really liking me, and then she would have answered my phone,,
1: mm-hmm. you know, yeah,
0: that phone call, so um, you gotta know when to push forward, and you gotta know when to pull back a little bit,
1: mm-hmm.
0: sometimes if you throw out a tease and they come off kind of offended, stop teasing,
1: mhm,
0: yeah, it's not about like, well, no, but you gotta tease when you meet a girl, it's like, yeah, you do, but you also have to calibrate, yeah. You also have to adapt and realize. Okay, she's not liking that. I gotta back up, or she's super high energy. She's not shy at all. You gotta match that energy. If yeah. you come down, then she's gonna, she's not gonna be able to connect with you. She's not gonna come to that level with you. You gotta out outdo her, mm-hmm. right? You gotta get to their level, but just be a little bit higher.
1: Okay. There's yeah. like a
0: scale. There. There's like a calibration scale. So you always make sure that you're making the right moves. To become just a little bit higher value than her,
1: but not too much. Okay, not so too much, not too it, low. Yeah, if she, if she was a, the shy type, you want to be more outgoing and talkative than she is, but not too, not like a crazy boisterous person. Right. But still have to be more than her because you can't expect her to like pull the whole thing. Right. Okay. Well, I, I sort of get calibration then, and I think that calibration is sort of like the connector because let's say you take a person who knows all these techniques and has read all this stuff and can execute them, but they don't have any calibration. That's why two people can do essentially the same thing, but one has success and the other one doesn't, right? Right. Because one person would do a tease, but it's like at the wrong time or um, right. something like or that. Right. Or maybe like
0: all the friends like you yeah but
1: <laughs>
0: all the friends like you but but maybe one of them is kind of like getting bored mm. you know i'd bring her in conversation a little more mm. Mm. you know or like what happened yesterday a new friend came in
1: mm-hmm.
0: got to befriend her and I already had the other girl that we were talking to. She vouched for me to the new girl. She goes, "Oh, he's really nice."
1: Hmm. Hmm. Cool. You okay. Know? So in that instance, I can I know what's happening. Then I can observe that. I can be like, "Okay, so this girl's like having a fun time talking to me, at least for the first few seconds." And then the other one's kind of like, eh. "So then, I, I notice those things, but instead of like springing to action and adapting, and like." You know, like, in that instance, bringing her into the conversation, I just sort of, like, think, oh, crap, this is going south. So, I guess maybe my expectations are too high for how smoothly the interaction has to go.
0: Well, right now, you're in the beginning stages, so you just got to make sure that you're getting as many approaches in as possible.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. You got to just keep on having conversations, as many as you can, and being social. Because the more social you are, you're going to find that you're going to run into the same situations over and over and over. And you're going to know how to handle them. At first you might, but when you see the situation happen again, you'll know how to handle it. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and write a review. Over 18 and want a question answered on the podcast? Email all your questions to trip at tripadvice.com.